What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Aussie Lag Games Cast, your weekly gaming podcast and the best gaming podcast in the world. It's true. My mum told me. And as we all know, mothers never lie. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Jack, the man with the plan, motherfucking Gibbs. How you doing, brother? And hopefully lag-free podcast. I'm good, man. Hopefully lag-free. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. But like... Would you expect anything less from the Aussie Lag Gamescast? That's my question to you. It's on brand. Well, a bit, a bit of insight to how I record this on my ADSL connection. I don't. I hotspot my phone. How you doing, man? Uh, yeah, not too bad, brother. Yeah, not too bad. Happy to be here. Always look forward to these every week. It's a great time to sit down, talk about video games and everything we love about them. But, yeah. like, come on, man. You know what I want to know. Tell me. What have you been playing this week? What's been going on? You've been on that Apex grind. Tell it's, everybody it's, about it. Yeah, I mean, for what the fourth fucking episode running, it's just Apex. Yeah. I'm, I've I've been hooked, hook line and sinkered. Um, I, I got to get to level. I think I explained last week. I got to get to a hundred to get the free coin so I can pay for the battle pass. Otherwise, I'm out yeah. of pocket, you know. And um, <laughs> that we're 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 in a recession, so uh, got to grind, got to grind. Um, got to get them Apex coins, bro. Yeah, our, our, our good boy put us into lockdown, so I haven't been travelling to Melbourne, so I've been had a little extra time to grind on the Battle Pass, so... I like it. Um, it hasn't been too bad for me. I, I know everyone, you know everyone's in different circumstances, of course, but the grind has been real. I've been getting some wins, actually, so I'm, I'm actually... I think I'm back... Oh, I shouldn't, talk my, I shouldn't talk myself up too much, but I think I'm actually... Because I took probably, like, a couple of seasons off, and I think I'm nearly back at the point of skill where I was which isn't anything incredible let's not let's not like you know <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no pro but it feels good to be playing well again um, mm. which is awesome getting them wins uh, sometimes you don't get kills to win you just gotta gotta use a med kit at the right time um, so <laughs> very true <laughs> very true <laughs> Little, I, I can't believe I pulled that off so, so basically for anyone not in the loop um, got the dub against two other players because they were up on top of the building and I was stuck in the building. And just as the zone became completely red, like damaging, I jumped out of zone for a second and took a took a lick of health off. And then just as the zone was coming in, started medkitting. So when the zone tore out 75% of my health and it was just about to kill me, medkit went in, put me back on full health. All the, uh, all the team upstairs died. Got that win. <laughs> I... He, like here's the thing I was there I was dead it was great uh, I, like I don't think I've celebrated a win yeah. so much and there was no final kill it was legitimately just you healing for the win and it was some of the most fun shit I've played in a long time man like Apex is such a I'm back on the Apex run I've really been enjoying it had a couple of games last night um, basically I've had a couple of games of Apex every day Mm. for like the last week or so like I've been like playing with randoms trying to get better so that when I play with you guys I'm not so much of a hindrance I can actually do some stuff and help but man some of these randoms have been a pain in the butt and then you got other randoms that are just so nice and I mean no one's been like abusive like Siege there's been stuff like let's go over here no let's go over here and then they split and then it's just me standing there like well, I'm just going to stay here and one of you will eventually come back and then we'll just go join the other guys. It's like, it's like nobody can ever make up their mind on what to do. And it's like, that's that's fine. Like, uh, that's cool. Like, I'm still having fun playing it. But those games that we have when we've actually got a three stack and it's and they're just really, really good. They're really fun. Well, you know, a bit of info I discovered during the week is I had one ranked game. <clears throat> Pardon me. 
and both players yep. are on mic. I've it's not common in casual play that everyone's on mic. Yep. And I don't know if I just got lucky in a ranked game or if that's common. Um, I will endeavour to find out. Cool. Yeah, all right, cool. Mm. Yeah, maybe one day I'll get good enough to play ranked. Who knows? Probably not, but we'll see. Everyone's good enough to play ranked. It's whether you're good enough or not to get to gold. It's whether you're good <laughs> enough to know exactly when to pop a med kit as the circle oh, engulfs you and begins mate. to eat away at your very being, mate. Very I, being. I've never been so nervous and it wasn't because people were watching it was just because like I don't know you, you know how a lot of people they you know they, they're browsing the websites the forums reddit youtube trying to figure out how to be better at the game I don't do that I don't I don't invest any time in getting better I know you, you read some literature about Apex to get better and that's fine but I, I don't so I was sitting there the whole time with that med kit going I don't actually know what the fucking play is here like I don't know yeah. I took a lick of health to start before the zone started crushing me I thought that was part of it, the play I, I really got lucky and um, I don't think I've stopped smiling since yeah fair it was a great play it was really really good and when you did that on stream when that happened, the chat lost its fucking mind. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was reading... It was, was kind of an awesome Jake's feeling, chat. not going to lie. It was awesome, dude. Like, they lost it. They were like, what the fuck is this? Like, oh, that's insane. And yeah, no, it was a great win. Because I feel like we... Like, even though two of us were dead and one of us was alive healing, but, like, in those final moments, like, we actually really worked well as a team. There were call-outs. There were pinging. There was proper movement. There was closing of doors. There was moving in the right direction. Like... It all melded together really well. It felt really good. Like, it felt like... It felt like like everyone was, like, playing a role and they did a really good job playing their role. You know what I mean? It was, mm. like... It, it felt really good. It worked really well. So I was really happy with it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And and to think that was our second win for the night as well. Oh, really added so that good. cherry to the cake. So, so good. And that was the perfect time to get off because I was not... It wasn't going to get any better. No way. (laughs) No, that was it. That was the pinnacle. It's like, (laughs) we're done. (laughs) Um, Have you been playing anything but Apex? Uh, Just Siege. Siege, I've I've been on that Siege grind. Oh, and a bit of Call of Duty. Um, I've been playing a little bit of COD. Just trying to grind out that battle pass a little bit more before it's over. I think it's got like like five days left or something. Or like, yeah, it's, it's... COD is still so much fun and they're adding so much stuff and actually today they just dropped the roadmap for season 2 and it looks even better than season 1 so it's almost like they've done a re- like I might go back to COD like they've done a really good job of laying out what's coming we're getting 3 new maps a new kill streak, new weapons, four new characters two at the start and two over the course of the season a new zombie mode a new zombie map um <coughs> pardon me um, and yeah, a whole bunch of new cosmetics and another 100 tier battle pass full of all these awesome gun variants, skins, all that fun stuff. So, COD, it's so funny. People are like, oh man, like, COD's the worst, COD's this, COD's that. I feel like COD's really good after the first few months because then Activision doesn't care anymore and they're already working on the next COD. And where the they studio can, can just money. do what they want. Exactly. They can do exactly what they want. And I feel like that's when you get really good Call of Duty. That's why Modern Warfare went really fucking well. Um, because after Activision wasn't touching it anymore, like, Modern Warfare, like, how many different gun variants did we get? How many different maps did we get? Like, how many different gamers did we get? Warzone took off, like, a, like it was on mm. fire. And, like, Activision just seemed to care about Warzone now because that's their moneymaker and they don't really care about anything else. So we're actually getting older maps from Call of Duty coming back in all their glory. Like, me and, um, I'm sorry, Jordan and I, 
were playing Express. They put Express back in, and <laughs> it was really train? fun. Yeah, it's one with the train, and right. it has been so good. Do you want to know? It's you want to know what made me smile more than anything was I started <laughs> playing the game and I forgot about the train, and I got smacked <laughs> like a bitch across the map. But for uh, some reason, I wasn't mad. Dude, shit. I was smiling. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. There's a train on this map. That's yeah, awesome. That's like, awesome. That's, cool. that's that's fun. That was some of the best shit back in the day. Playing with your friends, watching someone get hit by a train, go to school the next day, and go, what happened, bro? The train got you. It's like, it was really really cool. And I'm looking forward to some of the older maps coming back as Is well. Is Fine Range coming back? Doing it? Uh, I think so. I think it might actually be a part of season two. Alrighty. I think it might be. All right. All right. I'll um, be back. Um, um, yeah. I'll be back. What you should do is there's times, like I know you're not up, but we could do it earlier. There's times where it can be three o'clock in the morning and Jordan and I and Josh sit there, go back to the original Black Ops and play firing range and just snipers only and just go insane. We can do it earlier in the night. You just tell me. Is we'll that load on, up Black Ops. On backwards compatibility? Yeah, backwards compat. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Ooh, look at it. Right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have a look into that. I think I'll have to we'll probably buy it. We'll organize that. Because they're, they're the most fun. We'll organize that. That's fun as hell, going back to play Fire Yeah, so good. that sounds good. Um, not to... Um, but yeah, just... Uh, I was just going to say, not to like change over to one of the news things I was going to talk about. I didn't mention this before, but um, I, I read somewhere, and I can't figure out where I read it from, if it was on a news website or just Twitter, I'm not sure, but it looks like Sledgehammer Games in Melbourne is really gearing up. Like, they're hiring a lot. Um, I checked their LinkedIn, and they've got 60-something employees on their LinkedIn. Um, they've got 20-something jobs. Um, seems like they're gearing up for something big. You know, probably just the support work because that's what well, what will we'll likely start as. But um, potentially, as they you know need an extra studio to make Call of Duty games. You well, we've know. got a potential leak as to what the name of the next Call of Duty game will be called. Okay. Someone who he's like he was like saying this like sort of he's someone that has leaked stuff in the past that has then turned out to be true. So there's a little bit of credibility to what he's saying. But he said, not allowed to type what the new COD's going to be called. So basically, he put up two pictures. And what those pictures represent is it's probably going to be called Call of Duty Guerrilla Warfare. That's a, that's, a, that's a good name. I like that. Yeah. Which will probably be the sequel to Modern Warfare. So they're not going to call it Modern Warfare 2. It looks like it's going to be called Call of Duty Guerrilla Warfare. I, I, I really like that. I think that's so good. Because basically, what they're gearing up for that story is literally a war between... Task Force 141 and these new bad guys and it's like it's going to be a fight it's going to be guerrilla warfare mm. so I'm super excited for that I think that's super cool I just oh man I love Call of Duty I love the multiplayer but fuck there's just something about those campaigns that I just can't get enough of like I literally just played through Cold War's campaign again the other day when I started playing it again I love Cold War's campaign I think it's a great campaign I think it's really fucking good that's um, awesome yeah I think it's great I can't wait. I can't wait for the new campaign. But yeah, just been playing COD, playing Siege. Can't get enough of Siege. Siege is my life. The new Siege operator has been announced. His name is Flores. He's got these cool red glasses. He has a drone that blows up. And I, I, oh, I haven't been this excited for an operator in a little while. Like, as Rooney, I was like, yeah. Zero, I was like, oh, yeah. Couldn't make another Splinter Cell. That's okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, Flores is like... He's so cool. He's so awesome. It's like, oh, it's like, he's going to be one of those operators. It's like, hey, if you're not good at shooting, that's okay. Drive the drone in and blow it the fuck up. You know what mm. I mean? It's like, that's you helping. That's contributing. Whatever you do with this guy feels like it's going to contribute to what the team needs. And he just looks cool. They just drop one operator at a time these days, don't they? Yeah, it's 
It's yeah, one one operator now. So we're getting Flores and then another single. Um, but like, they're probably going to kick back into two per season because from like from what like it sounds like people say the studio just because they do want to reach that one hundred. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I think it's really yeah. cool. Plus, there's some other stuff that we could talk about, but I'm sure we'll probably get into it later in the show, like the fact that uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine has now got a different name, and I'm very excited about that name. Um, Drop it. Yeah. Drop I'm, it. Do it. Drop it. What's oh, the name? It's called Rainbow Six Parasite. Yeah, good name. I think Quarantine is just a uh, a bad name at the moment. Quarantine is a dirty word now. That's the problem. Mm. Um, before, it was interesting. Plus, to be 100% honest, I always felt like... Um, quarantine always it sort of always feels like one of those code names anyway you know what I mean it's like all Rainbow Six Quarantine it's like game code name Quarantine whereas I feel like Rainbow Six Parasite sort of explains a little bit more like what's going on like we fucking know nothing except for that trailer but now now hearing the word Parasite let's think cool so like this thing is something that is a living organism that is affecting people so like that could be a cool sort of story thing going forward. Does this link up with the alien thing from Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six's quarantine event? Like, in the game, like, if is that the prologue to what this game is going to be? If so, that's awesome. And we got some key art of Ella, uh, and it's so cool. It's like the parasite is grabbing a hold of her and, like, trying to, like, draw her in. I think that's... That looked super cool, um, and, I, and I, I can't fucking wait to play this game. Um, and another thing, there were a whole bunch of leaks... For Rainbow, um, sorry, I, I don't mean to go on about Rainbow every fucking week, but there are a whole bunch of leaks for Rainbow. There are two new maps getting redone. That is into the new segment. We're all good. We're all good. Yeah, it's like uh, Bank is getting redone. Um, uh, Border is getting a rework. Um, oh, okay. A couple of operators are getting elite skins, so we know that Zafir is getting a second elite skin, and Jackal is finally getting an elite skin, and it's called Detective Al Hadia, which is his last name. Um, and the big thing was one of the events is so Rainbow Six does this thing where no event ever happens twice it feels like like they have the event that's it they move on but in the league stuff which is like definitely got credibility now because everything that's just been announced about this new operator was in the leak like almost word for word so that sort of lends a lot of credibility but it looks like do you remember when Siege did Rainbow is Magic it was when they turned plain pink and the hostage was a teddy bear and there are all those pink skins. Did I, I... I know of the event. I can't remember actually playing it. But it's coming it, back. It was there. It? it looks like that's coming back. It's returning for April Fool's and I'm fucking excited because I didn't get to play that event when it happened. Right. Like, my Siege knowledge for a while was nothing. And then one day I was like, I wonder what's going on with Siege. And I found out I missed the fucking My Little Pony event. And I'm like... Oh, <laughs> I'm never going to not know what's going on anymore. Yeah. So this also gives me hope that like maybe when Rainbow Six Parasite is coming out that the quarantine event might happen again in Siege like just to get people ready for it and mm. like perhaps we could get some sort of prologue to this game inside the game we already have like it could be a really cool sort of marketing thing and get people to actually play one game before the new one comes out. It could be could be cool. It's just an idea, but I'm very excited about it. But yeah, that's enough Siege talk for one week. There's your siege rundown, people. You're, you're bloody welcome. All right. Thank you. All right, I'm done. I'm not going to We'll get an update from you next week. Um, That's it. I love that game. Great game. I think the first bit of news we should talk about is the news. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think this this is definitely not the biggest story in politics this week. Definitely, 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 definitely not. But it is probably the biggest story in Australian gaming. Uh. At least, at least if you're interested in following the news, which you and I definitely are. So, so we'll give it a quick we talk. Are, for sure. That's the um, so the the legislation that the government's trying to pass or did pass, I guess. I I've, I don't know that side so much because it's so messy. But basically, they're trying to pass the media bargaining code which will it will make it so and i've got to word this correctly because it's that fucking ridiculous it'll make it so that if if you're on facebook and you come across a link to a news website and you click it and let's say it takes you to uh, i don't know like the age facebook has to pay the age a certain amount of money for you going there and it's as ridiculous as it sounds because mm-hmm. most of the time, it's the fucking age that posted their fucking link. Like, mm-hmm. if they don't like it, don't fucking post it on Facebook. I bet you a considerably large proportion of their traffic comes from Facebook. Like, I'd be willing to bet it's 10, 20, 30%. Um, so that's... So the government, uh, and the government of the day being the Liberal Party, who are very good mates with Rupert Murdoch, who runs News Corp, which is 70% of print media and a massive proportion of online media... They all get along. They've created this media be a bargaining code because News Corp makes a fuck all money in Australia. I think it loses money. Um, so they've created this to help him out. And the byproduct has been that Facebook has decided, well, that's ridiculous, which I can't believe we're all agreeing with Facebook here, but it is ridiculous. And they have decided to just remove news content from Facebook, which has had massive consequences, which I think anyone could have seen coming, to be fair. Like, I'm not, I'm not sitting here surprised. But it took down, so all the news content, which tick. It then also took down, uh, like, emergency services content. Um, I don't have all the specifics, but, like, you know, CFA, COVID, all those sort of health government sites and and, and um, services and all that, they're all gone. The ABC's bushfire stuff, all gone. Um, and then where it relates to us is like video game content gone. Um, we're pretty big fans of Press Start and Survivor here, who are uh, two big gaming media outlets in Australia. And I like yeah. I just checked their Facebook pages before, and just nothing, not not a fucking thing. Yeah, not I not mean, not a single bit of content. The thing is, we're in a very unique position where we actually know people that like work for these websites and and all that stuff, so that we're actually able to. Like, it might not sound like a big deal to like a normal person you know what I mean but it really especially, is a big deal for these especially people. to a lot of our peers who probably don't use Facebook a lot for that like if I exactly, type P into exactly. my web browser it like and if I hit P and enter I'm straight at press start like I don't exactly I go straight there every day I probably every hour yeah. um the it the blood sweat and tears that these people pour into these uh websites and they use Facebook to grow it and yeah. <laughs> like frankly like Facebook doesn't owe them for their success they they should be just like happy everyone should just be happy with the status quo like the fact that all that traffic's disappeared like this could have job loss consequences absolutely absolutely i think i've seen i've seen it explained really well i just want to read this um this is from a friend of mine in 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 discord one of the discords i'm a part of it said if this was bricks and mortar it would be like shops charging shopping centers eg westfield for bringing in customers to their center which is exactly right. This would be like Woolworths charging Westfield just for being in the building. 
Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> I just can't wrap my head around the logic. I just don't understand. It makes no fucking sense. I mean, I just don't get... It's this stupid thing that I, I feel like... And I'm, I feel like a broken record, right? All this is... Is people... Or investors... Or big suits, whatever you want to call them... Who already have way too much money... Trying to figure out a way to make more. I just don't understand. They're not helping anybody by doing this. All it feels like it's done is harm. Like, if think, your, if your money-making scheme... Backfired. Absolutely. But, I mean, if your money-making scheme leads to emergency services, websites, and information not being available on a fucking public... Like, a public fucking website where ev- everybody uses Facebook... And I bet there are people out there that you would use Facebook to try and find emergency services numbers. You know what I mean? Because well, they know Facebook. I unashamedly use Twitter to keep track of COVID information. So I have to imagine that there's a lot of people, and without being, like, I don't, I don't mean this badly, but especially a lot of older people that would use Facebook. Facebook started as a way to keep an eye on their grandkids and it's become a way to keep an eye on bushfires, COVID, you know, uh, police activity, missing persons, like... <laughs> The fucking list goes on, and and to be fair, some of those services have been restored, but the the government's trying to use this as a oh big corporations control too much, like Facebook isn't too much too powerful to this to that, and I don't disagree, but Facebook, for once, I don't believe is in was in the wrong, like as in the the collateral damage is wrong, obviously, um, and they need to restore a lot more than just what they have, obviously. But the government needs to fix the fucking problem. Josh Frydenberg mm. continuously tweeting, oh, I've had a text message or a conversation with Mark Zuckerberg. Like, get, what the fuck? Like, you know, he's just got a couple more problems left with the code. It's like a couple of problems. I bet you one of the problems is that it fucking exists. Yeah. Like, I don't... I can't conceive... Like, man, this isn't a politics show, so I might just leave that there, actually. But it it is just a lot of people that don't understand the internet technology social media and all that making changes and they're making it with bad intent that that's my thing like it wasn't like it was a good intent to keep some tax money in australia or or any of that like the, the herald sun pays zero dollars taxes so there's actually no benefit to us giving them more money less money like it makes no difference makes no difference mm-hmm. Absolutely. so i think it's just a lot of people with bad intentions and bad understanding making decisions and where we see when the government makes a bad decision, we don't often see the consequences straight away. We saw them instantly. <laughs> we saw them Instant. within one sleep, and we didn't yeah, like it. There was yeah. Usually, we get a few years to feel a shitty decision, um, but th- this is having real consequences. And in a time when is all you'll ever hear a politician say is jobs. We need jobs. We're making jobs. They're gonna cost jobs. And it's fucking bullshit. It's real backwards, stupid, and fucked up. Um, yeah, well, it's in no way near the worst same. thing the government did this week. No, but when we're, we're not a politics show, to be honest, if we were a politics show, just so everybody understands, like when we talk about politics, we'd still be on episode one. Like we wouldn't oh. have shut up in the last year. Like we, we would still be going on about the bullshit. We, we need to create a on. different branch. <laughs> oh god, it's it's yeah. Uh, I I'm not going to go on about it. I just don't understand the logic. I I, I and here's the thing. I'm open to them explaining why the fuck they made this decision. Explain to me why the fuck you did yeah, it. Yeah. And number one, it should be money. 
Yeah, yeah I know. I want a proper... Ex- I want some mm. motherfucker to sit me down and explain exactly what happened. And if money is the answer, I am going to fucking rip some cunt to shreds. Because that's bullshit. It's like... <laughs> We've just had money. the worst fucking year of our lives. You know what I mean? Like, people can say, you guys didn't live through a war. No, we didn't, right? We didn't. I get that's a shit year. But, mate, we've just had our shit year. This is our year that it was shit. You know what I mean? We know people that have passed away. We know all this stuff. And now you're going to drop that shit on top of us? Like, now you're going to make it harder for people to get jobs? You're making people lose jobs? You're making it harder for people in a time... Where COVID's a thing, bushfires are happening all the time. You're going to make it harder for us to contact emergency services? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why couldn't you just leave well enough alone and try to fix the 100 other fucking problems that you've already created in the last year (laughs) rather than fucking fix something that nobody asked you to touch? You know what I mean? I don't want to sound like a parent, but like, this is the equivalent of me looking at my kid and saying, don't touch the oven. And she just put her whole fucking head in it. The government has just put the head in the fucking oven and turned it on 300 degrees. Like, why the Cleaning fuck have done this? Oh, yeah. so, so stupid. 100%, man. So stupid. I think I think to wrap up this brief topic, if you want more perspective on the situation, um, you know, there's obviously lots of news sources. I don't think going to the media sites to find out about it is the right answer. Don't, don't go to News Corp. Don't go to... Uh, whatever the fucking nine network is, don't go to the ABC. Don't they are listen all to the skewed on this opinion. Go. Don't go anywhere near the project, man. Don't go. Anywhere don't near touch any the project. You know, hit Twitter. Look for different views. Um, there's great journalists out there. Michael West, Peter Van Olsen, uh but Friendly Geordies has a video on it on YouTube. Interesting perspective. Um, you know, doesn't take into account the gaming side of it. I will will admit. Um, but yeah, if you want more more information that there are some ideas, don't don't go read the newspaper about it. <laughs> you, you won't you yeah. won't like what you read. All right, let's move along here. Let's let's shuffle out of that hole. And um, that, oh god, just the thought of it all—it's it's so dumb. I just uh. it actually pisses me off. But yeah. All right. Now, the next topic is Nintendo Direct. Kyle, are we going into another hole or are we going up a mountain? Oh, we're going into... I'm not going to call it... I'm not going to call it a hole. What we've done is we've hit a ditch. Just a little, little pothole in the road. Now, we had a Nintendo Direct this week. Actually, let me just pull up what was announced really quickly just so I can refresh myself. Um, When I press start, I had a great roundup. Of course. I'll go straight to press start. Because we need to support these businesses because our government isn't. 100%. Um, I don't know why I fucking type in the whole thing when I literally type in P and then it comes up as the first thing there. It's so silly, but yeah. Um, no, we had a Nintendo Direct this week. I was super excited for it because this is our first proper Nintendo Direct in a long time. We've gotten a lot of... Um, we've gotten a lot of... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? The like What's the word? Partner. We had mini partner directs and just mini directs. Some of them were like, really out of touch, if I remember correctly. Some of them were pretty bad. Um, and we've also had some like Monster Hunter directs and stuff like that that uh, focus on a specific game. But this feels like the first um, like proper direct in a long time. And I just have to say... It was really disappointing. <laughs> um, Spewing. I feel... Uh, and I don't think that's Nintendo's fault. I feel like that's us getting our expectations super high. Um, Especially after like, the hey, first we haven't had a- year one of Pandemic. 
Exactly. It's almost like, we haven't had a direct in a long time. This means it's going to be a massive, like, it's Zelda's 35th year, Pokemon's 25, Mario's celebrating oh, a birthday. Shit. It's like, we've got three different... It's like, this could be, oh, this is going to be massive. It wasn't massive, but it wasn't bad. Um, it was just disappointing. Um, okay. So, we got a whole bunch of stuff announced. Some of it interesting, some of it... It was there. Um, so... <laughs> I'll just run through some of the... I'll run through all the stuff that Prestar has here. So, Saga Frontier Remastered is coming to the Switch. Hyrule Warriors Edge of Calamity is getting DLC. Uh, all three Ninja Gaiden games are coming to the Switch, which I thought was pretty cool. That was one of those ones where it's like, hey, no one asked for it, but I'm going to play the shit out of it. Uh, we're getting Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, and Ninja Gaiden 3. The Razor's Edge edition, I think it's called. Um, they're coming in a collection on June 10th. That's really cool. Uh, Hades is getting a physical release on March 19th. That's awesome. Uh, World Ends Club. So World Ends Club got me super excited, okay? So this was something that was on Apple Arcade, and it's finally coming to oh, that's cool. uh, the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever heard... Actually, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is the one I'm thinking of. I think it is. Or is it a different one? No, it's this one. Have you ever heard of a game called Danganronpa? No. I don't think I have. So there's a, a game series called Danganronpa, and it's about a whole bunch of kids in a high school, and their job is to be the last kid alive at the end. So they have to uh, basically take out their classmates. Then they will have a actual, like, court hearing where they need to either... They need to... So here it is. You need to find the person that did it, or everybody dies. Or you need to... Yeah, it's basically... You need to get rid of that person. And then if that person is found out to be the murderer, they are killed. It's it's really fucked up. It's Japanese. What do you expect? It's fucked up as hell. But they are great games. Someone like, designed this game games. in high school. Like, it's in their notepad. Absolutely. They've been writing about it. Like, fuck my classmates. Well... <laughs> this game comes from one of the creators of Danganronpa. So I have high hopes for it. I've never okay. heard of it. I've never seen it before. Um, but I'm very excited about it. Uh, Knockout City got revealed. I was super excited for it when the trailer started, but then was completely disappointed when I realized it was just another sort of like Ninjala um, Rocket Arena. Uh, one of those small game spin-off things, which is probably going to hit PlayStation Plus when it comes out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, that's not me being rude, but yeah. Uh, Star Wars Hunters. So it's a competitive arena-based free-to-play game that's coming to the Switch. That's all we know. I'm is excited to see what the hell Switch? that is. I think so at this point. I think so. Um, it hasn't been announced any, uh, for any other platform yet. Who's it developed by? Um, I don't know. The, the, yeah, all we got was a teaser. Um, oh, wait, I think we do know who's developing it. I'll double-check. Um, but yeah, um, hey, I'm down for any... Any Star Wars stuff right now. Um, now. Now's a good time to be a Star Wars fan in the game absolutely. space, I think. Oh, that's right. I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck? Zynga. Oh, what? Zynga are developing it. Uh, our boy... Um, oh, fuck. What's his name? He used to work for Xbox. He runs it now, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They're developing it. I don't know what the fuck this is but yeah Zynga ah oh, now I'm not too sure about it but I'm still gonna play the I'm still gonna play the fuck well, at least it's free to play I I feel like a free to play entrant from them is probably a good place to start I, I yeah you know what yeah, I agree I'm excited to see what it is um next something that actually got me excited was there's a game called uh, Project Octopath or that became Octopath Traveler we are getting a what seems like a follow up 
to that game. Um, but probably not... Like, I think it might be set in the same universe, but, it, like, it's different time. It's called Project Triangle Strategy. Mm. I'm really excited for this. It looks to deal more with, like... Um, so, it's a tactical RPG, like Fire Emblem, uh, but it has the same sort of art style as Octopath. And it looks like it's dealing with more, like, higher levels of battle. So, like, someone will be up on a hill and you're down below. You need to figure out a way to get up or use an arrow. But it also has a morality system, which I think we don't see a lot in sort of, like, 2D sort of, like, turn-based games. We don't really see morality. So, I'm excited to see that. There is a demo out for it. I haven't played it yet, but I, I, I definitely want to try it. I might play it on stream. It looks really awesome. Is that ex- um, Switch oh, exclusive? Octopus? Yes, that, that's... Yep, Switch exclusive. Okay, cool. It's it's cool. Like you can, like the whole point of Octopath is you can play through the game eight times and get different story right. every time. But everyone's paths eventually like will converge and you'll have story that is the same, but then it will split again and then come back together and then everyone's got like like the story makes more and more sense the more times you play through it with different characters. Like you you, you always start somewhere different, but you will eventually come together, split, come together, split, and eventually you'll all reach the right. penultimate ending. Which it's 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 great. It's, I cool. I, it's it's great. I have to go back and play every single thing. Might be a follower goal or a sub goal on Twitch. Wait, look out for that people. Um, there's a whole bunch of Super Mario stuff coming to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Metopia is coming back. It was a 3DS game that shut down. Now it's coming back to the Switch. Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighbor... Neighborville? I don't remember it being called that. Complete Edition is coming to Switch. Um, probably the best announcement, DC Superhero Girls Teen Power is coming to Switch. I'm, we're very excited about that here at Aussie Lane Gaming, so get, get hyped for that. Uh, an actual cool <laughs> announcement is a game called... Um, it's being done by... Oh, who's doing this game? Uh, Anna... Annapurna, I think, is doing it. It's called okay. Neon White. Uh, it's about... Um, it's a... It's, so it's like... Everyone go watch the Neon White trailer. It's really hard to explain. It's a first-person action game where you play as angels killing demons in heaven, but every single move that you make is dictated by a card. So you need to use cards to make different movements in the game. It's one of those games where you're like, you're like, if I'm explaining it, and you're like, mm, I don't know, but you watch the you watch the trailer, and suddenly you're like, oh fuck yeah, I get down with that. It's really really cool. Um, we now know No More Heroes three is coming out on August twenty seventh, and I couldn't be more fucking excited for No More Heroes three. Come on, so pumped for that. Oh, so good. Um, I previously ex- yeah, I mean, like I'm making it sound better than they did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> A previously Xbox exclusive, Stubbs the Zombie, Rebel Without a Pulse is coming to Switch on Mar- March 16th. But not just like Xbox exclusive, like I feel like it runs on the Halo engine, doesn't it? Like it's, it's. A, I, feel, I feel like it's a bit of a surprise to see it. Yeah, I, I like that we're seeing it. I yeah, hope yeah, it leads yeah. to like, maybe we can play Banjo and Kazooie on the Switch. That would be fucking cool. Well, the Master Chief Collection. Am I right? Oh, mate. Don't you fucking talk to... Don't talk dirty to me on the podcast. Everyone's Sorry, listening. man. I didn't mean to you like that. Um, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this thing? No, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Um, Capcom Arcade Stadium has dropped. Tales from the Borderlands is going to the Switch. A Good. remaster of The Legend of Mana. Uh, Samurai Great. Warriors 5 was announced and is coming to Switch. That's very exciting. I love the Samurai Warriors <laughs> games. 
Famicom Detective Club is being localized for the first time. So we're getting two Famicom Detective games that came out back in the day. They're being um, uh, localized and they're coming on May 14th. They're like, um, well, it's in the name. They're a detective club that trying to solve <laughs> murders that have to do with their high school and their town, which I think is really yeah. cool. Nice. Outer Wilds has come to the Switch. Fall oh, Guys goodness. Ultimate Knockout is coming to the Switch. Oh, yeah. Hmm, this one was a bit... Coming to Xbox as so, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, so Pyra and Mithra, because you know Four Guys is going straight to Dave Spice. That's got to. It has to. I mean, without yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. It like has to. PlayStation gave it away for free for a month. I, I don't want to no rip on the game because I really enjoyed it when it came out. It's just the the longevity of the game just isn't quite there, unfortunately. So I feel like Game no. Pass is yeah, the perfect place to drop it. Yeah, I will go back to Fall Guys one day when I have nothing better to do, but unfortunately, by the looks of my life going forward, I'm always <laughs> going to have something better to do. Um, um, so like now I'm we're getting into, like... Yeah, man, it's great. Now we're getting into the big stuff, in my opinion. This was the stuff that I was kind of like, yeah, this is the juicy shit. Bit of a drum roll for you. Okay, so both Pyra and Mithra, do you know who they are? Nope. Exactly. From Xenoblade Chronicles are joining Smash Bros., Oh, it's not like that happens a lot though with Smash Brothers, where like I've got no idea who it is, but everyone seems excited. Is everyone on my page for once? I I really fucking feel like everyone's gonna be on your page. Oh god, it feels like, good to have friends. Like I'm gonna say, like I've, I'm gonna start doing it. I'm just gonna start saying, hey, you know Pyra and Mithra in Smash. I'm gonna be like, do you know who they are? It's like because I'm watching it, and like I'm just kind of like. I'm a massive fan of Xenoblade Chronicles. I think Xenoblade like, 1 is awesome. I really enjoyed 2. Um, I'm really hoping for a third, which is what I fucking thought was going on. Like, I was oh, like, I was like no. one day Pyra disappeared, and I'm like, oh my god, Pyra disappeared? What happened? Like, this is insane. <laughs> and then he finds Pyra, and she's like, I've been invited. And I'm like, oh fuck, it's a Smash trailer. Oh no. She's like, to Smash. And I'm like, this is terrible. I fucking hate this. Like, oh no. no. I was really upset. I, I really thought I was getting Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, I shouldn't have been so fucking stupid and full-hearted. But uh, yeah, we've got... Pyra and Mithra are really cool. So in, if you guys don't know, in Xenoblade Chronicles, weapons have sort of like... What's the best way to describe it? What's the best way to describe it? So everybody probably knows about Golden Compass. So I'll say it that way. So in Golden Compass, right, you know how every human has a demon? No. Right. <laughs> I don't know what you're What's the about? best way to describe this to people? You know, it's so hard. I'm um, sorry. Basically, every weapon has a humanoid thing attached to it. So like... It's hard to explain. Let's just say every single person in the world has a, has a sort of spirit that goes around with them and right. Rex's spirit is a part of his sword um, and his spirit is called Pyra but I'm not going to get into how Pyra and Mithra are connected because that's massive spoilers for Xenoplate Chronicles 2 okay I, I, job, I, Nintendo, I just want to take this moment to apologise for I have a good broad gaming knowledge I don't dive deep enough on many topics um, that's fair I don't want to put that apology fair. out there <laughs> We, we love you for it. We love you for it. Um, but yeah, so Pyro and Mithra are coming to the game. And I think the thing that pisses me off most is that Nintendo have taken it upon themselves to censor these women. So what do you mean? Mithra, 
Mithra it wears a dress. Right. And I'm going to say this. It can be shorter than most dresses are. Nintendo, for some reason, has put black stockings on her so you can't see any skin at all. I see. You can't see her legs. Right. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, that might be hotter than showing skin. skin. Like, I'm like, I'm kind of like, I think this is turning me on a little bit more than the base skin here, Nintendo. I think you might have fucked up here. It's like, hey man, people got a skin fetish, mate. I got a tights fetish more than I got a skin fetish. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. Some some things are just best left with the source material. You know what I mean? Bloody hell. And like... Pyra wears Daisy Dukes and they've also put stockings on her now so from her like thighs down to like her knees where her knee high boots are it's like see through red stocking yeah and see like, it just doesn't fucking matter mate, like, what are you it, doing it just, just leave it <laughs> Le- like, I like, don't get it especially did they own the IP Nintendo I think so I'm oh, pretty okay. sure they do okay I guess they do like, so Xenoblade comes from Xenogears and Xenogears used to be on Playstation and all of it and Xenoblade Chronicles was an exclusive to the Wii. Um, So. This makes me think um, to get Master Chief in Smash, we need to release some Halo games on Switch. So, my proposal. (coughs) Master Chief Collection would obviously be the best. But if we're worried about that running, let's get Halo Wars on the Switch. That'd be great. If we're even more worried, let's just get... Oh, fuck, what were those called? Like the tablet games? Um, Spartan Assault. Oh, and, Spartan Assault. And Assault Spartan yeah. or whatever. Get them on there. Let's just, just just get something on the Switch. You know what I mean? Like, like even if it's like that um, Grenade Warthog game on the be behind-the-scenes DVDs. Like, just get something on there. Yeah. And I mean, those phone human. games would go great, but I feel like Halo Wars on a Switch feels like a match made in heaven. And it's almost I, like. I just thought of it. I mean, I'm, I'm not the ideas guy at 343. You know what I mean? I just thought of it. <laughs> like, come on. I don't think 343 has an ideas guy. Anyway, um, so yeah, <laughs> I like, I guess, I guess it's cool that they're coming to Smash. Um, mm. It also kind of makes me disappointed because it's like, ah, it's just another Nintendo. Are these Character the first characters wielding from a sword. No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, like, if it was, then someone's gonna be excited and good for them. But it's not yeah, the first um, so. Shulk, who Shulk, who is actually in the base game from like all the way back when it was on the Wii. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Shulk was a uh, was a DLC character back on the Wii, and then he became base game in Wii U, and he was base game in Switch. Ultimate. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it's like. Okay, guys, like, could have picked a whole bunch of other people. But I guess it's also cool that we're getting two, like, Mithra is Pyra's Echo Fighter, so that's kind of cool. Mm. Um, but it's it's just going to be a fucking skin swap, which is also disappointing. But I don't know. I, I, I'm willing to be surprised. I just hope these next two that we've got coming are just so fucking out there. Because it's just, yeah, I just want them to be out there so I can get excited. Because, don't get me wrong, I'm excited, I just want something different. Another thing that got me excited was Super Mario, bro, he's back, bro. Mario Golf Super Rush is coming to the Switch. We're getting a Mario Golf game. Another one. I'm so excited. I've seen nothing about this, but gee, I'm excited. Uh, It's about time I played a golf game again. I think this is the one. It features motion controls, which is optional, as well as cool new modes that put a twist on proceedings like speed golf and a proper story mode a story mode there is a story mode Peach has been taken to hole 18 uh, <laughs> will Mario make gotta, it <laughs> mate 
oh no, don't do that. Because then at the end of every hole, you've got Toad going, I'm sorry, Mario, our peach is at another hole. <laughs> like, oh no. And he gets to the end of the game and Bowser's castle is Cafe 19. Oh my, oh my God. Um, I think the thing that makes me super <laughs> excited about Mario Golf is the speed golf. So I want you to imagine this, four <laughs> players playing golf, but it's about who can finish in time. So you're all running around each other, smacking the golf ball, trying to get it in the hole before somebody else, moving on to the next thing. So you're all just trying, <laughs> oh God. So you're all just trying to like be faster than anybody else, but you, you can also fuck over other people as well, it seems, which yeah, I right. think is kind of cool. I'm, this um, comes out before packs, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's like yes, June, June 25th. We're going to be playing some Mario Golf Oh, mate. I did not even fucking think of that at PAX time. Holy Bring shit, this switch, is going to be fun, boy. Yeah. Uh, another thing I've got to announce. So this was their big game. So there's another game after this that I'll touch on, but this was their big game. Um, Splatoon 3 is coming. Like, it exists. We got a trailer. We got I'm actually surprised to see to a character get created. Yeah, I am as well. I thought Splatoon was dead. Honestly, I thought Splatoon well, was dead. Well, only because Splatoon 2... And I could be wrong. Was just like basically, like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Mario Eight Kart Eight. Fuck, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it didn't seem like much of a jump, yeah. and I presume that meant the game wasn't worth the time. But I was wrong, I guess. I, th- I think, I think what made, I think Splatoon Two was definitely Splatoon One Point Five. But I think what was cool was that what Splatoon Two felt like was. Hey, instead of porting Splatoon One, let's just make Splatoon Two with everything from One plus some new maps and right. some new modes. So it, was, it so wasn't like, like that bad way intentions existed. Exactly. It was yeah. like people still want Splatoon. Let's move it over. The thing that really hurt about Splatoon Two was they do a thing called Splatfest. So Splatfest, so when yeah, they didn't, you pick they a stop side, them, didn't they? They stopped doing them, which means they're probably going to start doing them again. And I hope they keep them around for a lot longer this time. Um, I think the reason they stopped doing them was that the the problem was is you need to keep supplying a steady steady stream of content like Call of Duty and all that do to keep players going. The problem is if all you do is a Splatfest every now and again, the players are going to die off. They were like, hey, we're not going to do Splatfest anymore because the players are dying off, but the time they would see most player interaction was when there was a Splatfest. So they need to do a Splatfest. They need to do new maps every now and again, which I'm hoping they're going to do with Splatoon 3. I'm hoping they're going to go all in with it because I feel like they will reap the rewards because Splatoon Mm. is fun. It's great. It's great for kids too. It's like their shooter. I think it's really cool. Um, but yeah, Splatfest are like you pick a side. So let's say what's better? Uh, what's better? Um, chocolate or vanilla? You will pick which one you want to fight for, and you go into online matches with other people, and you just shoot the color brown everywhere, so you dominate the map, and then that's a point for chocolate. And by the end oh, of the Splatfest, okay. it would be whichever team did more for like. And another thing that makes that unfair is you can have. Let's say 10,000 people pick vanilla and 50,000 people pick chocolate. Like, it's on. Like, chocolate will destroy you. Like, (laughs) there will be a massive destruction. So it's a lot more fun when it's like 50-50 or 60-40, you know? It's like, it's... It's like, if it's 60-40, it's like, does vanilla really... is? If, if, if you guys want to prove vanilla's the best, you've got to be online, bro, 24-7, smashing them chocolate lovers to the ground, you know? I think it's really cool. So I'm glad that's coming back. That's awesome. The last thing, which is important to me, is we had my main fucking man, right? We had E.G. Numa. He said, guys, it's big year for Zelda, man. We're turning 35 or some shit. It's fucking awesome. But guess what? Today, we're not talking about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. 
We're not talking about it. We're going to talk about something else, but there will be Breath of the Wild 2 information before the end of the year. And I'm like, cool. So if E3 comes and we don't get any information, it's just because you guys weren't ready in time. I see what's going on. Um, what we did get, which from what I can tell, people aren't happy about, and people need to fuck right off, is we're getting The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Now, I know what you're thinking. Make your you're case. Go, Kyle. <laughs> you're gonna go, yeah, exactly. It's like, Kyle. Yes, Jack. Wasn't it the game you could only play with motion controls? Yes, Jack. Yes, it was. But Nintendo have thought of that. Right? You can now play it on your Switch Lite or normal Switch with button-only controls and sword movements can be manipulated by the control stick. So you've got one for camera, one for sword, which is good. Um, and one for moving. So the, like, the, the camera will be moved by the control stick, but like it's only when the sword is pulled out does the camera move, which is exactly how it worked on the Wii. Like you weren't you weren't able to move when you were fighting. It was sort of like old resi in that in that respect. Right. Um and everyone's like, that's stupid, that's dumb. Well fuck off, because they got awesome fucking Joy-Con as well, man. You got a Master Shield and a Master Sword Joy-Con, and they totally make up for the fact that this is a shit show. That's fucking awesome, and I can't wait to have them. Mate, I'm so excited. I'm excited to play through Skyward Sword again. I think Skyward Sword gets way too much hate. Like, Skyward Sword is the earliest game in the Zelda timeline we have. So it's the beginning. Oh, really? So what a... Yeah, yeah. Skyward Sword is the earliest in the timeline. So, like, before we get to Breath of the Wild 2, which is the latest in the timeline, let's just go all the way back to the beginning, to the real legend of Zelda, to the legend of the Hero of Light. Let's do it, boys. Let's go. Let's fucking go, boys. I'm fucking excited for some fucking Skyward Sword, man. I'm fucking excited. I don't know what all you haters are on about, man. Any Zelda is good Zelda. Shut the fuck up and be happy that we're getting something, you know? <laughs> it's like Nintendo aren't turning around and, like, fucking, you know, fucking us over. You're getting Splatoon 3. Like, we're getting a Mario Golf game. Come like, on. <laughs> and it's also, like, 35 years of Zelda. Like, a remake seems appropriate. Exactly. If we think about uh, it the will not... 20... 5th or 30th anniversary of Tomb Raider this year we're getting some behind the scenes from developers or something so that's cool um so so, so have you seen that stuff about Tomb Raider not really didn't they seem... have confirmed some stuff oh like some stuff so so you know how Tomb Raider has two timelines it has the the oh, original yeah. timeline and then the reboot timeline yep they're bringing the timelines together like for a game so yeah so everything that happens in the reboot takes place before the first Tomb Raider game and they're leading into a bigger Tomb Raider universe that's the wait, that's what they're wait, doing how did I miss all this I, I, I don't know it was on Twitter they're like yeah they're, the, the, their goal is to merge the timelines and release a game this year like apparently they're talking about releasing a game either this year or next year. So there are Tomb Raider things going on. I heard it was just that's like just, just dug up some old vods from back in the day to get a oh, release. Well, that's just what I've seen on Twitter. That they're they're hoping to move towards releasing a game and that the timelines are coming together. Apparently, that's just what I've read on Twitter from like actual like fucking news websites and shit. So hopefully they're credible. But yeah, that would be cool if they did that. I think that would be super cool. Because then you don't have to worry about, like, the reboot going off and doing its own thing. Like, it can be, like, the next reboot game could be the original Tomb Raider remastered. Like, that could oh be Oh, my awesome. God, dude. Hold, hold. They need to re-fucking make that first game 
not Absolutely. like that shitty anniversary. I shouldn't call it shitty, but like they they need to give it the Final Fantasy VII treatment, or Absolutely. or go and find these people that are redeveloping this game playable on websites. Go find them to redo it. Oh my god! Oh my god! I don't know it's exciting times. Exciting times, everybody. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get into it after the show. But yeah, I don't think I smiled exciting. this much winning yeah. Apex with the med kit. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, my, my point is though that uh, I've seen some mixed reactions to the Zelda stuff but I feel like from Nintendo's perspective uh, I feel like it's a decent anniversary gift or not so much gifts because it'll cost you a lot of money but well thing. there's also a rumour and hopes that at E3 we will get a trailer for um Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 but also that there will be the announcement of either one or two collections. So you know how we got 3D All-Stars? Yeah. For Mario, there is a rumor that there is a trilogy of DS games that came out that could be ported to Switch in a collection, which would be really, really cool. Wait, what uh, games that would was, they be? Like the Super uh, Mario Spirit Brother one? Tracks. Oh, no, uh, Zelda. So it would be... Oh, shit. Sorry, Legend I was lost. That's cool. Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, um, mm-hmm. Phantom Hourglass. And I forget the third one, but it was basically Phantom Hourglass was like set on land, there was one set at sea, and there was one set on train tracks. That They could get ported in a collection. I'd be down for that. They're That'd great cool, games. Yeah. I really love them. Yeah. And that, that we could possibly see... Um, so, the original Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Wind Waker... Um, in their entirety and they're like the original ones in a collection ported to the Nintendo Switch I think that could be really really cool I think like that could that'll Mm. blow people's minds so yeah I think it's really cool there's a lot they could do with Legend of Zelda and I hope they take full fucking advantage of it for this year and I think they will Nintendo Nintendo it's hard to say this but like Nintendo don't often fuck things up when it comes to their games they often Not fuck things up when it comes to yeah like online and shit like that they're still fucking up to this day but like they don't often give us a shitty game like that's the thing like yeah. sure a shitty yeah. console here or there but shitty games they don't really do that so I'm very excited no not even shitty games on the shitty consoles exactly yeah that's good that's cool that's everything from the direct it was like I said it wasn't it wasn't bad it was just Disappointing, like people's yeah. yeah, people's expectations were a bit high. I think. No, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, it's alright. Not a bad start to the year. Not a bad start to the year. Um, yeah. Now, the last thing I've got written on the list. Did you want to talk about the movie that you were talking about before? Oh, so the Mortal Kombat movie trailer dropped, and it was the best thing I've seen in so long. After seeing all those shitty fucking Resident Evil movies and those fucking god awful fucking Monster Hunter trailers. I haven't even seen the fucking movie on on that fucking upset about it. Like, I love Monster Hunter and you take that movie and you shit on it like that, we got a fucking decent trailer for a what looks to be a really cool Mortal Kombat movie. I'm not saying this is like Transformers level fucking... Those Transformers movies are shit too, but I'm not saying this is Transformers level money movie. This looks like a smaller budget movie. It looks like something Keanu Reeves was doing in Japan. Like, he did these movies in Japan that were, like, a little bit lower budget, but they had such great story and such great choreography and stuff that you didn't give a fuck. Like, it's so cool. It, like, starts out with them talking, like, 
like a few years ago we were tracking something down um we had a run in with some assailants who had mystical powers and uh, they were all competing in something called Mortal Kombat and it's like fuck yeah like you've already got me like Mortal Kombat is this mystical thing that nobody knows about but there are these dudes that show up on earth who have mystical powers and fight humans and then leave like that's that's such an awesome way to explain Mortal Kombat because it's effectively what it is um but yeah, uh, they actually explain a few things like how Jax loses his arm in the movie universe, Sub-Zero freezes his arms off and just bursts them. Um, there's some awesome choreography in this trailer. But I think the thing that got me more hyped about... So I'm watching this trailer, it looks awesome. I'm like, yeah, this could be this could be good. I don't think it's going to be like, hey, this movie made a million dollars, but it might be a really good one-off movie. Like, it might just be a real fun time and prove that video game movies can be viable. Like, I really hope so. But then there's this bit at the very end, which just took my hype level and just fucking shot it up to a million. It was Sub-Zero just creating a sword out of ice. Like, he's pulling the sword from his other hand, creating this ice sword, and he's like, my name is Sub-Zero. And I'm like oh man this guy's about to fuck somebody up and it was Scorpion and I'm like oh oh my god it's all going down this is what we wanted to see they're just fighting each other they're just like swords clashing punching kicking and then Sub-Zero cuts Scorpion right and this blood goes into the air and I think it, the coolest fucking thing ever, the thing that sold me on this film was Sub-Zero then freezes Scorpion's blood in the air grabs it stabs Scorpion in the back creates an ice wall from his foot and then throws Scorpion through it. And then he walks off to deal with this other guy and Scorpion gets up like this mad motherfucker and he just does the thing where he gets the kunai and he throws it, stabs Scorpion, Sub-Zero in the back and he's like, get over here. And he pulls him over through a fucking barrier and I'm just like, holy fuck, this is what we used to do as kids in the backyard. They're about to beat the shit out of each other until their mum tells them to stop. This is awesome. Like, it was so cool, dude. Like, that is such a cool thing. Like, I've never thought about Sub-Zero freezing somebody's blood in midair that is such a cool shot and it was like man like the blood looks terrible but when it freezes it looks cool and i'm just like oh my fucking god like that is such a cool way to use sub-zero and then just hearing scorpion say get over here and the fact that scorpion and sub-zero are played by amazing actors who are known for doing amazing shit um like i forget scorpion's actor's name but he is an actor who so I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, I forget his name. I really wish I'd remember his name, but he was in stuff like 47 Ronin and uh, Tom Cruise's The Last Samurai. Um, he refuses to play a character that isn't from his country. So okay. he's Japanese, but he will not play a Chinese person. He will only play someone who whose origin is Japanese, which is Scorpion's origin is his Japanese. Um, so it's like... He, he, oh, it's so cool. And Sub-Zero is played by this younger dude who's been in a couple of, like, um, like, kung fu movies. But, like, these, like, the thought of these two guys just beating the shit out of each other is awesome. And now that I've actually seen it in a trailer and their, their outfits look, like, game accurate, their movements seem game accurate. And, yeah, like, when he does the get over here and he pulls him through the the barrier that's when you get like the title card and it actually plays the old 90s theme song but in like oh you love like, it 
a lot deeper. It's like it's like dun 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 dun, and it's like playing Mortal. It's like Mortal Kombat. I'm like, oh my god! But the That's the awesome. thing that happens after that that just got me so fucking hyped was then you hear uh, Shang Sun say, "Finish them," and then there's just like quick cuts of everybody finishing off opponents. It's like. Um, Scorpion stabbing somebody in their head Sonya breaking someone's neck Jack's punching someone into nothing it's like them finishing off all these opponents and then it just gets to the end and Kano's like it does the whole thing at the end of a match in Mortal Kombat it would go like um, it would be like Scorpion wins fatality it would do that sort of thing so at the very end of the trailer Kano goes ha Kano wins and he's Australian he's like Kano wins and then he's like he says something like "fucking beautiful" like at the end. It's so good. He's like holding some random dude's heart, and he's like, "Kano wins." He's like, "fucking beautiful." Fucking it's beautiful, like, mate. Yes, this is gonna be the best fucking movie ever. I'm super excited. I like. I was very apprehensive before because I'm like Mortal Kombat movie. This is the guy who's directing this movie. This is his first major motion motion picture. He's only ever directed a short before this, which obviously got him the job. But like this is his this is his shot, and it seems like he's respecting the source material and going all out. And I I couldn't really see anything wrong. I I I'm gonna reserve judgment now until I've seen it, because this trailer has definitely sold me on it. Um, and I'm super excited for this, and I hope it leads to more movies and they give him more money because I feel like he could make a fucking killer Mortal Kombat universe. Like that's just gonna shit over Anderson's fucking. Um, uh, Resident Evil universe because that Resident Evil movie's got shitter and shitter and shitter but this Mortal Kombat movie looks fucking great oh so good I'm glad to hear that man good video game movies we need more of them oh, super exciting super super exciting um, well I think that about wraps up the biggest uh, features of the week I think and there's a that's lot good. more but that's good. I'm glad. Um, I think that's sort of the need to knows yeah that's cool next week we can talk about how Reggie thinks E3 is going to be shit I'm looking forward to that anyway guys thank you very much for yeah thank you very much guys for listening we really do appreciate it um, every time you guys come here every week absolutely to the best gaming podcast ever Jack thank you for joining me as always thanks for having me but of course Matt wouldn't do it without you I don't think I could I'd break down and cry wouldn't have any news it'd be terrible you and me both be awful crying apart Jack, tell people where they can find you. So Jack they can, they can seven watch you crying and me crying. Spells out. There you Sorry, go. Uh, no, no, that's fine. I was just going to say, tell them where they can find you so they can watch us both crying at the same time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me over on uh, where do I go? Twitter. Can't use Facebook anymore. There's no news. Um, <laughs> you can find me over at Twitter at Aussie Lag. Um, over there talking shit all the time come on over uh, you can check us out over the YouTube which is where this podcast goes up as well Aussie Lag Gaming over on YouTube come and check out the Twitch Kyle Sinclair underscore ALG that's all lowercase come over to the Twitch we're having fun over there all the fucking time yeah boy so good and don't forget to join the Discord if you've been clicking on the Discord link okay I have a tech guy his name's Jordan he's been on the show before he's a little shitty I'm, 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 I'm sick at him for this but if you're clicking on the Discord link and it's telling you the link doesn't work, it's because it was a link that he set up that only lasts five minutes. But we fixed the link, so now you guys can join the Discord. I'm going to smack him next time I see him, guys. Quarantine has kept him safe for too long. Um, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much. Really do appreciate all the support. And we really couldn't do this without you guys, the audience. So we really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I guess all that's left to say is until next time, all your games be good ones, and I'll catch you guys next week. Everyone. Bye. Bye.